welcome to a bonus episode of the Encourage podcast. We love sharing new books with you. And today, Encourage community manager Becky Keefe talks with one of our favorite authors. Listen as they have a conversation that's sure to encourage your heart and learn more about a book we love. Hello, Encourage friends. I love that you are tuning into the Encourage podcast today. Welcome. I am Becky Keefe, and I am so delighted to bring you another fantastic conversation um, with an amazing author who I know you're going to love. And I know that um, her new book um, is really going to just be an invitation that I think a lot of you may need right now. I am here today with April Rogers, author of the new book, Resting in Jesus, A 30-Day Walk with Mary and Martha. Welcome, April, to the Encourage Podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Becky. It is a pleasure to be with you and your community. I always love a good chat with you. Yes. Okay. So remind me, where 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 do you live, April? Where are you tuning us in from? I'm in Monroe, Louisiana. So that's in okay. the northeast corner of Louisiana. Um, okay. So little a little I, town, not very big at all. Okay. I've never been to Louisiana. I'm here in Southern California, and I love that we have listeners literally from all over the world, which just what a gift technology is, right? That like we can just join together in these kinds of conversations as, as sisters in Christ um, from wherever Absolutely. we are. So before we dig into what it means to rest in Jesus, um, just tell us a little bit about kind of, yeah, where you're coming from and a little bit of your story so we can get to know you. Well, I, like I said, I'm from Monroe, Louisiana. I am married to an amazing man, Adams. We are going to celebrate our 23rd wedding anniversary in May. And we have two daughters, Addie and Ella. Addie is a junior in high school and Ella is in eighth grade. So all the prayers are appreciated for uh, a mom of teenagers, <laughs> teenage I'm, girls at I'm that. right there with you, yes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's wonderful and terrifying all at the same time. Um, and then I have my own ministry, Reflecting Light Ministries, but I was blessed to be able to publish a, a devotional through Dayspring four years ago called Made to Shine, 90 Devotions to Enjoy and Reflect God's Light. And it did amazing. It was a big, big blessing to me. So I'm so glad to be back and and publish again with Dayspring of resting in Jesus and everything that He taught me through this whole entire opportunity that I've had. Yeah. Um, so give a little, this book is based upon the stories in in, in the Gospels of, of Mary and Martha, two sisters um, who mm -hmm. became, I think, really good friends of Jesus. Um, and so tell me, tell me why the story of, of Mary and Martha and give a little context for maybe some of our listeners who may be not super familiar with these, um, these women of the Bible. Well, Mary and Martha only show up in Scripture three times. And when Dayspring asked me to write this devotional guide, I, of course, I said yes. And I always felt like Martha got a bad rap. 
you know, like mm-hmm. she was always the one that just was like thrown under the bus and everybody's like, be a Mary and not a Martha. But Martha brings so much to the table as well. And so as I started to research these two sisters and I, I found their strengths and I found their weaknesses in both of them. And I was able just to, to discern, okay, like what if we combine these two and their strengths how can we better serve Jesus and rest in Jesus and anoint Jesus? And, you know, I was thinking about that as, as this title came to light and it was like, okay, we want you to write this devotional guide on Mary and Martha, but it's going to be called resting in Jesus. And I was thinking, okay, what? do Mary and Martha have to do with resting in Jesus? I always think about them Mm -hmm. serving Jesus and anointing Him and waiting desperately for Jesus to show up in their time of need. But resting, like, to me, it it took me a minute to let it fit. But the Lord taught me so much, Becky, through the writing and just through the research that I was able to do. And what He showed me was that it's more about trusting in Jesus and trusting mm. in his heart and trusting that he is for us and he is not against us, especially when things turn dark, you know, because it wasn't just that um, they were welcoming Jesus into their heart and their home, which they absolutely did, but they had a crisis and it could have been a crisis of faith, but Jesus did show up for them. And, and what he what he taught them through that is is truly amazing. And I think that the readers are are going to be blessed by it because, you know, everybody has things that they're dealing with. I mean, I, like I said, I'm a mom to two teenage daughters. I have to get things done. I have to feed them and clothe them. And I know that so many of your listeners out there are in seasons of their lives where, you know, it's hard to slow down for a minute. But how mm-hmm. can we find rest whenever our lives are busy? And the point is just to simply trust Him with our everyday lives. And if we mm-hmm. go to Him first and allow Him to give us what we so desperately need, then we'll find that everything else will start to fall in line. All those tasks right. will start to, 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 to eventually, you know, they'll start to fall in line. And then that way we can go about our days with rest and peace. Yes, yes, absolutely. I just was reading this morning um, in Exodus and how, you know, Moses is, you know, called by God to lead the people of Israel. And he's like, um, yeah, I'm not really qualified. And, mm-hmm. uh, these people are kind of unruly. And, um, he was basically begging God, like, I don't want to go with, I don't want to do this if I'm not doing it with you, God. And I love how God says, he makes a promise to Moses, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. And that promise of God's presence going with us, it's also an invitation to trust. Like we have to trust that, that, that Jesus, the Holy Spirit, God, the father is with us, that he is available, that he has not forgotten us. And it's through, I think his presence and, and our continual turning back to him and trusting in him that does lead us to that place of of like deep soul rest, even while maybe our hands are still busy because we have things that sometimes have to be done. There are, there is a time to lay it all down. And then I think that there's a time to say, okay, God, I need your rest in the midst of 
whatever I'm going through, taking care of, of, of kids or aging parents or just doing the work that God has entrusted to us. Um, so what does that bring up for you? Yeah, you know, I th- I was thinking about Jesus' words in uh, Matthew when he says, Come to me, all you who mm-hmm. are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. And so a lot of times we love that scripture and we quote it, and we want that deep soul-satisfying rest, but there is an action verb that we had to do first in order to get the rest. Mm-hmm. And that was to come, to come to him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, how are we going to get the rest if we don't have a relationship with him? And so we have to start there. You know, like we have to start with the fact that if we want that burden to be taken from us, which he absolutely promises that he will do, then we have to be willing to come first. And it feels so simple, but sometimes that's really hard. Right. Because sometimes we think, like, how am I even going to get to a place where I can come? But if we Mm -hmm. just if we just take it day by day and we realize that it's not rocket science, it's just simply having a relationship with Jesus, Mm -hmm. then we can start to let all of that roll off of our shoulders and give him those burdens and those concerns that we have. And that's what you were talking about with the presence. You know, his presence is everything. If we are willing to sit in it and to come to him first. Yeah. And I think that sometimes there are certain barriers that keep us from accepting that invitation to come or barriers that keep us from from resting in God or trusting in God. Um, What did you learn from from the sisters, from Mary Martha? Like what what, what kept them from coming to Jesus Um, or even thinking about in your own life, April? Well, uh, thinking about that story in Luke 10, where Martha welcomes Jesus and his disciples into her, into her home. Um, I was just thinking about that for a moment and, and maybe she wanted to welcome Jesus into her home, but here's 12 disciples that are coming in as well. And like they all, I'm sure, are hungry and want to be fed at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what we find is like we always are quick to judge Martha because you know she she did want that help and and she does kind of blow she has that blow up moment on Jesus, but I'm sure that at the end of the day Jesus and his disciples were keen on eating at some point, right? Right. But it says that <laughs> it says that Mary had made the better choice and only one thing was needed, and so in that moment we see that. Because Mary was willing just to sit still in his presence for a moment, and then that way she was able to make that better choice. And if Martha would have done that first, if she just kind of would have been bold like Mary was to sit at his feet, then what would have happened? Like, would would things have been different at the end of the day? Maybe after Jesus was done teaching, he would have gotten up and helped her in the kitchen and and the disciples would have. I mean, like, I, tr- I truly believe that whenever we raise Scripture, Jesus was humble of heart, you know, like, mm-hmm. it probably would have turned out so differently. But she has that moment where she just couldn't see past all the things that mm-hmm. had to be done. And he just said, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things. And yeah. it shows that 
it shows me that the Lord can see my heart, you know, like he can see the inner workings and he knows the things that are worrying me, making me anxious, Mm -hmm. uh, that are making me upset. And if I will just be diligent to lay that down for a moment, then like I said, it's all going to fall in line later on, you know, just like spending time in his presence, sitting still, quieting my heart and my spirit changes things. And so it, yes. if I do that first, it's hard though. It's hard, right? In our everyday lives. I mean, yeah. like, it just is tough. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But I think that line, like, yeah, Jesus just seeing, I think he really sees Martha and it reminds us that he sees us too, that I don't think that Jesus was saying it like in a sarcastic or a condescending tone, no. like, you're worried, upset about my things. No, it was like this, like, he, you know, he's the God of, of compassion, you know? Um, and I think all of us can get worried and upset about many things and we get distracted and we get so caught up in what, you know, we want or even, you know, the needs in front of us. In fact, just this morning I was, um, driving home from dropping my two teenagers off, um, at, at their drop-offs for school. And immediately I went to pick up my phone to listen to a message from a friend who's going through just a heart-wrenching experience right now. And, um, and I wanted to hear the update and then I wanted to get back to her and I want to pray and encourage and, you know, give advice. And in that moment of my spirit, I just felt like God was like, Becky, just pause. And let me hold you before you try to hold up anyone else. Mm. And that, in other words, he was saying, come, come to me. And, you know, that I needed to recenter, refocus myself on Christ, knowing that he is my source and my strength before I get caught up, even in good things. Like it was a good thing that Martha wanted to, you know, to be hospitable to her guests and to feed her Lord. And, you know, all those are good things, I think, but we can get caught up in good things. And then we end up feeling frazzled and frenetic because we have not first gone to Jesus and said, what do you have to say to me? How do you want to fill me up and prepare and equip me for what is about to unfold in my day? And so... Yeah, I just, I love that. I love that that's who Jesus is and who he is inviting us. Like you said, that word relationship, he's inviting us into that relationship uh, with him. Yes, absolutely. And it set her up for that dark season that she was going to have to walk through, both she and Mary, you know, losing their brother. And that's part Mm -hmm. of my story, too. You know, it's like um, I lost my brother in a tragic car Mm -hmm. accident when he was 17 years old. And so I know what that feels like to be sitting in your deepest moment of darkness and you're just waiting for Jesus to show up for you. But because they had that relationship with them and because they had welcomed him into their hearts and into their home, then whenever they needed him and whenever he did show up for them, it it, it was interesting to see the two sisters and their personalities play out again. But Mm -hmm. what was so beautiful was that Jesus revealed himself as the resurrection and the life to Martha. And that was Mm. the only I am statement that Jesus revealed to a woman. You know, like there are seven different I am statements inside of the Gospel of John. But this one in particular 
was given to Martha, a woman. And he says mm. to her, I am the resurrection and the life. And, yeah. and then he asked her a very pointed question. He said, do you believe this? And, and that's a big deal to God. Belief is a big deal to him. We have to believe mm-hmm. that he is who he says he is. Um, yeah. But I love it that he revealed that to Martha and for all of eternity. And then on the flip side, Mary had that moment where she just fell at his feet. And mm-hmm. whenever she did, and we always find Mary at, at Jesus's feet, and she was so diligent mm-hmm. to be there over and over again. But as we see her in that moment, it was then that Jesus was moved to tears, and He wept too. And mm-hmm. and I think about yeah. that for my own self. Like I believe that Jesus was there weeping for me in my darkest mm-hmm. moment, just like He was there mm-hmm. weeping for Mary and for Martha, and He's there for all of us whenever. We're in the valley, and he's there weeping yeah. because he is a God who understands that that yeah. sting of death is he hates it more than anybody, you know. And yeah. so he understands that that how we feel in those moments and and how awful it is, but that we can walk out in freedom, and that in the end the resurrection happens inside of us. Because the Mm -hmm. resurrection didn't just happen for Lazarus. It happened for Mary and Martha and for me. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Absolutely. Um, April, talk to us about, so resting in Jesus, a 30-day walk with Mary and Martha, this beautiful devotional guide from um, our friends at Dayspring. Um, It has a real, I mean, the interior is gorgeous. The cover is gorgeous. um, And I love the the layout and the flow through which you are guiding um, readers to engage in in God's word. Talk about what someone can expect when when they open up this book. Well, I think that the readers are going to love it because not only does it uh, give you a devotional each and every day, but then you have some discussion questions. So it takes you a little bit deeper and you have to think through some some of the things that were presented and then we have scripture. And of course, this scripture goes along with the day of the devotional, but it's not exhaustive, you know. So I always tell um, my small group, you know, if the Lord puts another scripture on your mind, jot it down and let me know because mm-hmm. I would love to know what he puts on your heart. And then there's some prayers inside of there. And those prayers are my heart, but hopefully they come from you as well. So it's just a way to pray his word back to him. But my absolute favorite part is that moment to breathe. At the Mm. end of every day, I put the reader in an everyday life situation where Jesus just shows up for us. You know, so maybe we are watering our plants outside and then there is Jesus and he comes up and we have the opportunity to keep him on the doorstep or we can invite him in or we can just Mm -hmm. invite him into one room. But are we going to invite him into every space of our heart, you know, and so it's just yeah. those moment to breathe where you have a moment to breathe in his rest and exhale out anything that is weighing you down. And I really think that it's going to speak to every single woman. Yeah, I love that so much. One of really a, a foundational and transformational practice in my uh, walk with the Lord is imagining Jesus, like putting him in like the daily pictures of, of my life. Um, and so I love that you are inviting women into that. And so, um, yeah, like, like April said, there's just, 
it's it's really walking us through Mary and Martha's lives, but um yeah, in a way that I think even if you're familiar with the story, you are going to glean something new. Scripture is alive and active. And so we don't have to think, oh, I've already, I've read that. No, like God has something new and fresh to say. And then um, there's ample journaling space for you to reflect on these um, really, you know, poignant questions. And then, um, yeah, I love that you included these additional scriptures. So kind of it helps us to see that, you know, God's word is it, the themes are all throughout his word and there's a greater narrative going on. And so not only, you know, can you find scriptures in the new Testament, but, you know, in the old Testament, in other parts of, you know, the epistles and, and in Psalms, and then, yeah, just have these, these prayers. So, um, I think it is beautiful. I think it's going to be such a gift to the women. And wouldn't this be a great uh, book to go through either on your own in your own devotional time, or like you mentioned, to go through with with a group of women? Absolutely. And I hope that that you will. And I hope that the if you do that, that you will let me know, you know, because I always love the feedback and to know how these women are finding rest in Jesus. And if they are able to come and lay down the distractions and find His soul-satisfying rest, because it is so worth it. It really is. Yes. What's one last word of encouragement that you would want to leave with our listeners today, April? I would just say that if you are struggling to to find that rest and you say like I I don't even know if it is for me I don't know how to even reach out and grab that I will tell you that it's just as easy as what Martha did is when she opened up her heart and her home to Jesus and we have to start there you know like that relationship with him is paramount because the rest mm-hmm. follows the relationship. So if we mm-hmm. want the rest, got to have the relationship first. Oh, that's so good. The rest follows the relationship. So friends, yeah. if you are weary, if you are burdened, if you are aching for rest or for purpose or to know that God sees you, um, pursue that relationship. And I love that that God promises like those who will seek me will find me when we seek him with all of our heart. And so that's, uh, that's an assurance that we can hang on to resting in Jesus, a 30 day walk with Mary and Martha by April Rogers. Um, we are do, if you guys are listening to this episode, the day it drops, um, this week we had April over on the Encourage website, sharing an excerpt from Resting in Jesus. So I encourage you to uh, click over. The link will be in the show notes. Come and and read that. We are also hosting a giveaway so you could win a copy of Resting in Jesus. Um, Otherwise, you can grab your own at dayspring.com or Amazon or wherever um, books are sold. And then April, I love that you want to connect with readers and hear, you know, how they are finding rest in Jesus. So what's the best way for people to reach out to you? You can find me at aprilrogers.com. I'm R-O-D-G-E-R-S. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here. And friends, we just, um, yeah pray a blessing over you today that you would rest in Jesus and know that he is so eager to have a relationship with you. The Encourage podcast is brought to you by Dayspring. 
For over 50 years, Dayspring has created quality cards, books, and gifts that help you live your faith. Find out more at dayspring.com.